God of the universe, maker of the stars, who am I? If you've ever wondered what it would be like to have life on purpose with four guys that are a little bit punchy, a little bit exhausted, didn't get a whole lot of sleep, this is it. Episode 29 is going to be, uh, well, just don't mind the snoring, okay? It'll be fine. <laughs> hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> hey, what was, the old, uh, what was the old thing they would do in the Catholic churches if you fell asleep? Wouldn't they like publicly humiliate you or something if you fell asleep during service? Seem to remember oh, something about that. Well, yeah, because see, biblically, th there is a biblical thing here. We we need to make sure that we can put a verse to everything that we do, and uh, there is a verse for this one: "Woe to those who have gone to the land of Nod." <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Uh, what are you like, saying about oh. being punchy? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. So, Ryan, Catholic. why are we like this tonight? Oh. Well, we had quite the weekend, didn't we? Yeah. That was a uh, quite the time we had in uh, Wilkesboro, North Carolina, mm -hmm. and uh, we did a number of hours of worship. So if you weren't there, you missed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for those who were looking for a live stream, we didn't have one because um, you well, you should have just been there. Um, so <laughs> if you could have found a seat, it was pretty full. I was I was actually yes. yeah, I was, was surprised. Fridays are almost always by like almost, I almost developed a rule. Like if it was a Friday, it's not happening. Like it's yeah. work, getting oh, yeah. off work. People are tired. Mm -hmm. it, this, it wasn't that way this time. It was like yeah. crowded. It was like, whoa, yeah. well, this is crazy. Now, behind, actually, Ryan, there was a live stream. Um, it was, was just a phone. Okay. And uh, if anybody follows me on Facebook, was, Gary was I, there I with his phone the whole time. Yep. And it's there. So. Oh, yes. The, the, you know, the quality of the music yep. is not what it was from the platform. Uh, of course, we've got uh, Mr. Rockin' Soundboard with us. That's David right. Covert. Yeah. Yes. Not, not many people can play the soundboard as an instrument. Oh, hey, no. You're there, beholding yes, one of the few. David does. Maybe one day that'll resurface, but uh, I was jamming out because thankfully I had uh, someone else come help us out. Raph was able to help uh, play bass with Daniel. I was super bummed that i couldn't help uh daniel out with uh worship because it's always a pleasure yeah. but uh i knew i know that raf had a super fun time and uh he's a he's a good friend of ours from jacob's tent and he did such a fantastic job again yeah, just was good was awesome. great <laughs> there was, yeah again yes. there's actually there was a, so many people that stepped up that was what was actually that it mm -hmm. actually went to the name uh, if i could just detract you just for a second one accord I cannot tell you how many people I saw that I come into this thing. I'm thinking logistics, sound, trying to get everything uh, from my perspective, trying to get everything running. And there were so many people just stepping up or asking, hey, what can I do to help? Mm -hmm. And then when they were not told an answer, they would go look for something to do. That blew like that. That's something you don't always find. And I've seen it, but it was on even on more of a display this mm -hmm. event than ever before like it really went back to the name one accord there were so many people moving for a common vision of just getting this thing built and get this thing going and on the runway and it was that was really cool all the behind scenes stuff that not everyone saw it was really really cool yeah. it was really uh it, it felt like a well-oiled machine when it was just barely thrown together oh, yeah. it really ran great 
So yes. I cannot say enough things about all the people helping. They just did such a fantastic job. And it was just from morning to evening, just nonstop. They would not let go and just keep, keep going. And that's yeah, yeah, a little bit why yeah. we're all just kind of a little tired. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was yes. a long weekend. It Ryan, was did really we hijack good. you there? Oh no, no, that was that was really it. There was I was there was no planned live stream. Let's just say that uh, Gary was kind of filming out of the uh, goodness of his heart. Uh, yes. So we do appreciate that, Gary. Uh, yes, we don't want to detract from that. But yes, uh, next time uh, if you guys are in the area, definitely stop by. It was it was well worth it. Um, mm -hmm. This was one of those events that I went in with. Um, let me say limited expectations, mm -hmm. uh, just yeah, based off some of the. Uh, the turnout and so forth that we've had at some of the events of late. Um, but the father definitely showed up mm. at this one because mm. the people showed up and, uh, and brought a, uh, a good spirit with them. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't there the first day on Friday. I came in um, on Shabbat about 10 o'clock. And when I stepped in, you guys were, were doing worship at that moment. And uh, when I stepped in, I, I, I was impressed um, just with what I was feeling with what I was seeing. I really felt like, there was a decent amount of interaction and input from the people in the room. Um, I felt like they were receptive and just mm -hmm. to echo what you guys are saying, um, the people who were on staff there, I've never seen them before, never met them, never heard their name, but I mean, the, the was on these people. I, I, I went to them and I just said, thank you for your service. You guys are an absolute blessing. Um, there was a lot of that. And um, yeah, it was, it was a good, it's nice to, you know, we kind of sit here, do our podcast, and, uh, you know, we kind of keep drawing from the last event we were at. Yeah. And I would say overall, I'm I'm encouraged about where the body is um, and kind of where I see it heading for the most part. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say, you know, obviously, you know, Dad watching you up there and also Rico. I see Rico once in a blue moon. Um, but to anyone who's listening, young person, less young person, more wizened, someone with less gray hairs or more gray hairs, <laughs> <laughs> please don't be afraid to find one of these people like dad, like Rico and call them your shepherd, because I just see the spirit by which they teach and by which they, um, they they lead and by which they shepherd and and just the heart that they have and that i think is one of the biggest keys to moving forward to the right place mm -hmm. is having you know these people in place uh you know and when we all come together too it, it it just you know magnifies it in that way and that is one of the keys to moving forward in in the way we're supposed to is keeping shepherds in place and plugging yourself into a good one um that's that was really encouraging just to hear. Uh, I, I okay, I, I got to say one more thing. Rico was built to lead a Torah service. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. man. Yes. I don't know of any other person on the planet. Yeah. In all the travels that I've done with you, Dad, and, and on my own, I don't know another person who can get me excited about a Torah service and liturgy like Rico Cortez can. <laughs> nope. Hands down, bar none. Title done. Not even a question. <laughs> yeah, there, there's Absolutely an anointing. Yeah. And uh, Rico has, has called a lot of flack through the years uh, because it's, you know, that Torah service is very Jewish, okay? And 
unfortunately, the Hebrew Roots Movement, uh, there there are some people that don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. But because I, I don't think they're, I think it's a lot of times just kind of a knee-jerk action, um, not mm-hmm. understanding. Now, now, you know, Daniel mm-hmm. knows, knows me real well. Um, I'm not liturgical. <laughs> If that's the secret to anybody, I'm not liturgical. Our, our liturgy is lighting the menorah and the Shema. But, um, and, and so I don't, I, I don't know that I would want to be at that level of liturgy every week, but mm-hmm. I enjoy it when I'm there and, and I enjoy it when Rico is leading it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. He has a way of really making you understand how it's linked to Yeshua and why you do it and how mm-hmm. how the why can just come in with meaning. So it, it really is a blessing to be a part of that. So it's speaking about being uh, being <clears throat> built for something, by the way, uh, I'll I'll let uh, let her be on a little secret. Daniel was standing next to me as the Torah was the scroll was being uh, paraded, which is symbolic <laughs> of Messiah. In, yeah. it, it's not that we're worshiping a scroll or a box or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was it's symbolic of Messiah being in our midst as he is the living word. And uh, Daniel looked over at me as we're watching David Covert as he's uh, holding that scroll. He <laughs> says, you know, there, there's nobody. There's nobody like David Covert to do that. He's built for that. It's true. Yep. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I will share as well. And that, by the way, that's not a light scroll. So yeah, speaking yeah, I know that. That's why, yeah, 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 that's why he did it. Yeah. For um, that was. Tony didn't get a chance to share the, uh, the particular story about that scroll that we had there. Um, but it was one that Tony had purchased a number of years ago. I think he said in about 2003. Mm. Uh, and it was actually, um, it's from the 1800s. Wow. And uh, he had purchased it from a... Uh, a Jewish man contacted him about it, and originally the guy was not going to sell it to Tony because Tony was not Jewish. Mm-hmm. So Tony proceeded to tell him what we do and what we believe, and he, after hearing Tony's words, said, uh, "I will agree to sell it to you because I know that you and those like you will not desecrate it. Wow. And if you need to purchase anything else like this, please come to me, and I'll make sure you have it." Mm-hmm. Wow. So really cool story behind that scroll. And also, if this is the first time you've ever heard uh, us talk about an amen, Tony, uh, that is me and Ryan's father-in-law because yes. we married into the family. And he's uh, like in our group uh, here with us for the three young guys and the one old guy that we like to refer to. It's the uh, the one old guy on stage with us. If we, if we can say that, I, I am. I know I'm going to catch flack for that. Yeah, you know, but honestly, goodness. I that's yeah. you will know. But he's it, he's been instrumental in my upbringing. And Ryan's like he's yes. been so much there, and the heart he has is just absolutely huge. So that's yeah, where my, we're yeah. coming from. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's really yeah. opened up some of these opportunities for oh yeah yeah so. and of course he'd be the old guy until i stepped on the platform then he would say oh there's the older guy <laughs> oh no <laughs> yes. you know tony would yeah. absolutely do that uh, you are absolutely yeah, right yeah. about that tony's yeah. been a great Thanks. friend uh of course he's the founder of uh of excess road band and um uh you know we we won't let him listen to this program but I have very seldom in my life met a man or family. Uh, I'm talking about him and Leslie 
that is more generous than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, a dear brother and um, love him and so thankful that the father uh, brought him and, and the two of us together. Yes. It was almost like it was destined because the first Hebrew roots teacher he ever listened to was you, Mike, by the way. I don't know if he's ever told you that, yeah. but way back, way long ago, he got your tapes and he was listening to them. So that was, I don't know how long ago that was. I and he it, still listens to you. I mean, wow. Yeah. That is, yeah. That right? man I mean, needs an award. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've run people off in a lot less time than that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think that I really wanted to bring something. You brought up a great point about people stepping up. And I think that that's what I saw this week too. Yeah. Because they're the event coordinators, the administrators, David and Natalie Schmidt. Yeah. They, and I think with their congregation, I can't remember, but I know they were like the faces of it essentially. But they stood up to the plate when there was nothing there. It is, it's way out there. It is out mm-hmm. in the country. Absolutely beautiful country. But they said, we found a place, we've got people, we can do something. And I think that's what it speaks to. There is more and more people. I have seen more and more these past year, two years, people saying, I think I'm going to try to, I think I'm going to try to just start something in my town, right smack dab in the middle of my town, and then just invite as many people. And then, and on top of that, don't even charge for anything, like not even charge anything for anything. Just come, just keep showing up. That's something that is really is just blowing my mind is that that's happening. So there's this, this heart of servitude is just continuing to grow and grow. And I saw it there and seeing people that are financially putting themselves in a position to do that. Right. That's a lot of times people like to think that, Oh, this is no, this is every God just provides it for you. He provides, but you sometimes have to put some skin into the game to make something work. And that's something that is lost in translation. When you see these events, happen is that things had to be secured things had to be taken care of laws had to be abided there had to be like inspections there's things that have to be done that sometimes you just have no idea had what had to happen and god intervened plenty absolutely he intervened in tons of situations but still you had to actually open up your wallet and say i'm gonna do i'm gonna be a i know what god's told me to do and i'm gonna be a good servant and actually just say no problem take care of it. Yeah. And they did that so many times. And on top of that, would open their house to, I don't know how many people stayed with them, but it was a lot. Mm. It was just yes. incredible to see people's hearts that are just so like almost bursting forth just to be there for yeah. people. Yeah, That's incredible to me. Yeah. David and Natalie did an amazing job. Uh, the, the truth is they've only been in this walk for about three and a half years. Yep. Uh, I met better. more people this past weekend that were coming up to me and saying, you know, I just have been in this walk for about a year. I really don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm, I'm all in. And that is great that, you know, that means yes. that we've got that that's fruit. Okay. That is mm-hmm. fruit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would say too, to those who are, are new to this, or maybe you're in a place or a state where you're looking for events like this to happen. Maybe you're the one that's supposed to facilitate that. Oh, Exactly. Don't, and don't be afraid, you know, step exactly. out um, because there's a lot of people you'll find when you start going through that door, the Lord will send the people to you yeah. if that's what's supposed to happen. And most of the time, that's exactly what's supposed to happen because he's looking to bring these people together. 
he's looking for unity, it seems. And that seems to be, that was the whole sort of uh, focus and message of uh, this conference was that unity and understanding who we are um, as we're moving forward with Israel as our destination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be a unique, a uh, I would do a message on that, Ryan. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. You got to start doing stuff like that. And to speak to the last message we talked about the last time we were on this podcast, that whole light versus a siren thing that has been mm. re- on repeat in my mind for quite a bit after you said mm. that. Like that really is something uh, to reiterate. It's the idea of being a light versus a siren, whereas a siren is just very noisy and annoying, if you will. So that that idea of being a light to your town, to your city, is different from you being a siren. And that really like impacted me. And that's why I felt like this event did is that it also attracted those from the community too. Cause I heard from others, people that were coming in just off the street cause they heard about it from so-and-so and then so, and then they were invited and they just showed up mm-hmm. and guess what? We had a, like we had food available and there was still enough food over abundance oh. that they were able to just keep sharing. And it was just, that's a good thing. Food is yeah. always good at a good event like that. Those uh, those beans with with uh, with beef instead of pork that was amazing. Hey, let me let me uh, mm. hit one thing here before I, I lose yes. it, um, and then I, I'll turn it over to Daniel or whoever. Uh, mm-hmm. This thing about light versus Yeshua calls to be lights, not sirens. Uh, this comes from uh, one of our favorite listeners out there, and I think probably you guys know who I'm talking about, but uh, she has written in a few times. Uh, she actually wrote me something about that light versus siren that lights lead you to life and sirens usually lead you to death. Ooh. Uh, bringing in some <laughs> Homer. Mm. Uh, wow. Yeah. I think it's that marinade for a little bit, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's something else right there. That- yeah, for sure. You know, back on track, uh, Daniel. <laughs> sorry, you said sirens, and it made me think of you know the Greek myth of of the sirens that you know you must keep your ears closed to the sirens. As soon as you open your ears to them, you're you're a dead man, basically. You're oh, you're wow. dead. Hmm. Um, their their song is so beautiful from a long ways away that it just captivates your your heart, and so you go to it, and then you find that that beautiful sound that you you were led away by is is your death so that's a very very short summary of that uh Mm -hmm. greek greek myth Mm. um i do find it interesting we're talking about this just you know we we've just been chatting for the past 20 minutes about having a great time with each other and the the magnitude of the people that were there and it's interesting when you boil it down to as simple as that, that between us now and Yeshua's return, the thing that will bring us from where we are to where we're supposed to be is as simple as that. And that's working together. That's coming into communion with each other in one accord and being humble, submitting ourselves, listening, open our, opening our ears, opening our hearts. It's always fun to lead worship with, with you guys and however it happens because there's always something brand new that I've never done. And there's always <laughs> some, you know, a new dynamic, whether it was Revive and um, 
Leyland. That was the first time I had played with oh, her yeah. there. And, you know, Ryan, you just came up and like, trust me, she's good. And I was like, okay, I, I trust you. I believe you. And wow, that was a whole, it was a whole new element to it. And this time, uh, Laura Metzing was there and I had never played with her. She had never played uh, with me never even heard of each other. Um, you guys have played a tiny bit with her maybe. Um, yes. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've never played with, with Raph on the base behind me. And so all there's, <laughs> there's so many opportunities in that moment for any of us to be like, you know, I think I might just step this one out because it's not going to jive too well with me. And I don't really know, you know, we've never uh, worked together before, but no, we came together with one accord and with one purpose to worship our King putting ourselves out of the way. It wasn't, it wasn't a matter of how many songs this person played and how many songs yeah. this person played. Yeah. It was, okay. we are coming together. We are going to worship the King and we are bouncing off of each other. And it's amazing when we come together like that in that humility, how effortless it is when yes. you know, you can just pass something to the other person if you need a minute, or you just feel like you need to, or your, your voice is shot for a second. You got to pass it to the person behind you. It's just so seamless and the teamwork. And um, I just, I love that so much. I, I really, really do. That was a really cool experience. Like you're talking about Daniel, that, that whole team element of us just being able to share in the worship um, and in the spirit of worship as well. You know, everybody on that stage had a like mind that we were not there for ourselves or to promote any sort of, you know, music or business or anything. We were there strictly to bring a spirit of worship to the Father, mm -hmm. uh, everybody on that stage. And uh, yeah, and then having that ability to like, you know, I know at one point my voice left completely. And uh, just being able to look at you or look at Leyland or, or, you know, Laura and just be like, can you lead this song? And being like, yeah, I can do that. And mm -hmm. then just step up and just take it. And it'd be so beautiful. It was, it was really incredible. Mm -hmm. Well, being Absolutely. out in the, you know, in the, I don't, I don't say audience. Well, some people weren't still an audience, even though I tried to get out of that, but uh, you know, being out away from the platform and watching the dynamic was was amazing to to see you guys passing it back and forth and uh you know there was no competition there was never i never saw a moment of competition between you guys you know you're ryan i mean you're you're an amazing musician there, no doubt about it one of my uh all-time favorite musicians uh thank you daniel of course you know i'm a little prejudiced here um <laughs> of laura Wow, what a, what an incredible lady, incredible worshiper. And any of you could have said, you know, I'm the one. I'm in charge. And it takes it takes a greater man or woman to play second fiddle by choice. When you could be playing the top spot, you know, any of the three of you could have said, you know, I got this, it's mine. But but you didn't. You just passed it back and forth. And then then Leyland in the background. I mean, I know we had some some sound issues, but like toward the end of that, David, you got it down, and she just went for it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, wow, wh how how is anybody sitting on their on on their chair? I could not I, I could not understand how anyone could be sitting mm -hmm. in the midst of that thing. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's overwhelming. 
just being in that and being in that river and you know Brittany is coming in with the revelation oh, yeah. song the, the other thing that struck me is you watch some of these more well-known uh worship bands and they have so many different people to them and it's really cool when they work together a lot because you can really see how in tune with each other they are and how tuned in with the, the spirit they are because one will be singing a song and then they'll move on to another song and it'll be a different person and then when they get to the end of that song you know maybe they're sitting on the bridge chords and then this other the first person to sing you know they get something from the father like a kind of an inspired chorus for people to sing in and so there's this there's this time to rest when laura was doing her songs at the first part there i was like i didn't know her songs i didn't know how to play them mm -hmm. and I don't, I'm just going to stand there. I'm just going to stand there and listen. I don't need to try to, to play along with it. Yeah. I don't need to seem like I know what I'm doing even because I did it. You know, I was there and the, the, the things were falling out of my ears and I was trying to get my cords. So I was like trying not to be a distraction, but just, but just there. And uh, it, it's so cool to, to have that, uh, that team element that actually allows you to be a participant and a leader at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I like how you said, Dad, the second fiddle, because all of us were playing second fiddle to God. Yeah. And that was the yeah. that was the cool thing is we were all submitted to him and therefore walking in humility with each other. And it just allows you to go with this flow because Leyland pops in on that uh, the bridge at Yeshua singing yours is the kingdom and power and the glory. And I'm like, oh, is it is it time for that? I didn't know, but I was like, okay, let's let's roll with this. This is let's good. Go. This is exactly what it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I might like my heart just swells. I'm about to pop because it's just it was so cool. Even though I wasn't on stage and like in, again, I've been known for being very animated on stage, and I can be no. like that because I no right. Um, I really, but that the river you're talking about, that's something that I think that's, that's, that's the key is that feel that, that river experience on stage. And the only way it comes is if your ego is just gone, wow. your ego's there. It does. It's just not there. Or you have just such a hard time finding it. And usually prayer and all those things can really help you get into that spot. But what, what was, what was easy for me to see from the soundboard and just, I was still in the river experience at the very back of the room. Mm -hmm. So it was like, there was no excuse for no one to say, I don't know what you're, anyone else is feeling. Music is emotion. And what's funny about it is, is how some songs will click with certain people then some songs mm -hmm. will just not. It always it blows me away, but it's always amazing to see those people step up. Cause I said the same thing. None of y'all were wanting to be center stage, wanting to be center. Everyone was taking a step back. Brittany's usually like, like female vocally, she was all into the uh, harmonies and she was getting into those and then it would lead and it would back out and just never wanted to be like, oh, I'm number one. And then I had people just would just stand up and help me. I, Michael, Sarah, uh, man, there are so many other people I can't name off the top of my that just helped me out in the back doing lights, doing anything that could have been required. They were there and they just stepped up and then I was able to teach. I was able to do things and it was like, this is like, we talked about kingdom last time. We got to talk about kingdom, this event. And I was like, I'm seeing kingdom right here. This mm -hmm. kingdom atmosphere, this kingdom thing. And it was just infecting so many people. Just I'll help. And then not just help, then they would enter in. Mm -hmm. And that's what was so cool. And maybe, maybe this doesn't make a lot of sense to y'all listening about 
uh, what makes me think and how it works. But I'm telling you, this there's this river-like thing that can that happens when people just left their egos at the door and they're just the the stage is literally a placeholder. They're just there, just worshiping God. That's it. Because I know I the bright the lights were bright enough that y'all didn't see anybody out in the stuff. You, <laughs> you couldn't yeah, see a thing. And <laughs> it's thankful yeah. for having lights because then we could see y'all and it was dark. Yeah. So it was nice we could see you guys. But I, what, oh, go ahead. I'm about to say I can I can feel your emotion, Daniel. I can mm-hmm. hear Leland's emotion, Brittany's emotion, brings it, and then Laura just coming in over some of those top notes just sending it now oh i can't i just can't express enough all those things just melding together mm-hmm. and just well, yeah. I, there's no words i'm just so i was just i was i was jumping for joy in the back there may be some video coming out about that but <laughs> i was just yeah. trying to that's, mix and jump so it's, it's possible it's possible you can yeah. jump and mix okay you can it's yeah. possible <laughs> and and what i hear you saying is that the same kingdom is available to the person on the stage in the the main part of the room and in the soundboard if you are willing to submit yourself to the one who is in control of the river mm-hmm. and exactly. i don't know the first thing about like kayaking or canoeing or any of this whitewater rafting but in my mind as i kind of picture it right now i see a bunch of people in a raft and clearly not all of them are needed at every moment you're going to be in moments where you really need the people in the back to do a lot of the work and the people in the yeah. front just need to like stop or they're going to ruin things. And then you need the people in the front to, to pick up the pace. So the back and the back people are in the middle, people are sitting. Um, and that, that's what it is. Like the, everybody is a, is a participant. Everybody is needed. Everybody needs to be there and present and attentive and ready to jump in. And if that is the case, then you're going to navigate yeah. through that river successfully. Yeah. This reminds me of uh, over dinner, uh, I had a conversation with a young man about um, finding your purpose, knowing what your purpose is. Mm. And the conclusion was saying yes to the things that God has put before you to do. And I'm reminded of that by, like you were saying, Dave, you know, here's this opportunity, like, you know, somebody that may have never ran lights or had never run sound or whatever, or never, they never even given that thought to it, or maybe had never even, uh, you know, played music before or worship like that before, whatever. But then it's like, okay, we need you to do this. We need you to help with this. And then they step in and they say, yes, you know, they may find purpose in that without knowing it, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of, it goes back to some of my testimony, you know, even in the current job that I have, I had no idea anything about architecture or anything like that. And, you know, Tony one day said, you know, you want to work for me kind of thing. And it's like, yes, you know, and then you find a, a purpose in doing that. Do you want to be part of a band? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I found a purpose in doing that. Obviously, we have to use discernment and a lot of prayer and, you know, time on our face before the father. But um, not being afraid to do the things that the father puts before you that might scare you at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it may but, seem like they're totally against everything that you've done your entire life. Yes, yeah. exactly. But see, that's the essence of the word Hanani. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, here I am. Yeah, which I, I, you know, that's my address, my email address, Hanani. Um, had, I've had that for over 20 years. Uh, the word Hanani is, is, is translated in Isaiah, various other places, uh, Genesis, as um, 
uh, yes, you know, what do you want? No, the word Hanani is here I am. And yep. there is not a conditional here I am. It's like whatever you are asking, the answer is already yes. Because mm -hmm. I know that you have called me and you you have equipped me for this. And if I need more equipping, you'll figure it out along the way. So let's go. Let's get in the river. Yeah. Now, okay, let, let me let me make a statement here, then we'll kind of move to another another spot. And and um that is that if everybody's anybody's out there going, I wasn't there. And you guys are talking about all this, and I, you know, and you're like, what, how, how do I get here? Well, we have revive coming up. The mm -hmm. end of June is revive and, uh, you know, Bezrat Hashem, God willing, we're going to be there. Barry Phillips is going to be there. Uh, hoping Laura Metzing can make it down. Um, a number of other people, cause Laura's, you know, we've given her a honorary position of, on the team now. Yep. So, uh, and, and, you know, the, the session we do is open to ages 19 to 35 or so. So those of you that are over 35, let me, let me take you back in history a little bit. Some of you had fake IDs <laughs> to prove you're older. You bring us one proving you're younger. I'll honor it. Hey, I like that. Uh, Let's okay. go. I like oh, that. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to, if I could, just just yeah, briefly go. go back to uh, the Hineni and speaking of revive, because the definition of that it hit me two 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 things. Here I am could be said two ways. Here I am, which is a giving over of yourself, right? So as like you know, where's a, where's a stapler? Well, here is a stapler, right? Here I am, right? So it's a it's a surrendering. The other way would be here. In this place, I am. Oh yeah. Or you could rephrase it here in this place. Am I? Mm. New message. So then, if oh, you're in a uh, if you're in a season, or you're looking for direction, and you're wondering, well, why am I doing the things I'm doing now? Why has God put me in this place? It may be that here, you are. Mm. Oh man. I'm thinking of Abraham with Isaac, where he's he's taken him to sacrifice him right and he finds himself on this mountain presumably in the middle of nowhere right and god calls out to him and says abraham abraham and he says here you know and and i'm picturing in my mind him standing there on this in this place here in this place i am what do you have me to do here okay ryan let's take okay. another step yeah, let's go you ready okay. yes here i am i am Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. yep. I yes. am the great I am here. Yes. In this place that I say yes is where I will find him. Yes. Hmm. Well, we like weren't that. planning on going there, were we? Wow. No, we weren't planning cool. on going there. <laughs> that's really it's cool. Like, it, oh, it's, ooh. Mm, it's like <laughs> some of these, some of these people, these prophets, these, uh, anyone, they hear, that voice speak to them and they answer with here i am that giving over like you're saying ryan i am not I realizing am. not realizing that the exact thing that's going to be required of them is to stay exactly where they are and that's because that's exactly where god is like right. it's not about like be this i'm gonna go i'm gonna go somewhere i'm gonna go do something sometimes the inani 
is sometimes when he says your name and you respond with maybe he's going to say stay do exactly what you're doing uh, i don't know oh man right where got... you right, right where i put you i am yeah oh mm -hmm. see that's what i'm talking about right oh man because I, I cannot tell you how many times i have had conversations here that at the last conference other people in general that I've had the conversation with. And it's always, there's always something that happens. I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. And thing is, stay where you are. Here. Just stay I here. I am. And I'm thinking about, I am that I am. I think mm -hmm. how God would come is like, I am that I am. And I'm like, okay, wow. So that whole idea of the surrendering of your, of, of who you are, of your ego, everything, I surrender, sir, what would you like me to do? Yeah. Right. I'm thinking about like, you said that, Mike, I'm thinking of like a soldier at attention. What, give me a job. Go get me to work. What do I need to work on? And that's what we saw so much of this conference, but everywhere, but that idea of just be still and know that first, right. Be still and know that I am God. And, and you know, part of it is, is, is walking in, with a purpose and then allowing that purpose to flow. Okay. I, I hear people from time and, and this, this is something that I've heard uh, in the past. Well, you know, let, let's just get together and let's just see what the Holy spirit wants us to do. That's a lazy way of not doing of not doing your preparation. Mm. Yes. You know, can, can the spirit of God direct me on in the moment? Yes. Yes. But I feel like when I have done my due preparation for something that it's like me starting the car, putting it in, in, in gear and stepping on the gas. And then I'm hearing, okay, you need to take a right turn here. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> instead of just sitting there with the, you know, with the windows up, the car off and it's getting hot. And you're like, what do I do? Well, dumb, dumb, if it's hot in the car, turn it on and turn the AC on. Be a good thing, you know? <laughs> uh, that, that'd just be the first step for me. But if, as you as you move, so David and Natalie did something amazing. Um, I looked at the schedule of Saturday afternoon, and I saw that it was just kind of broken up. And so I, I was actually looking at this Friday night. I went in on uh, on Saturday and I talked to Daniel, I talked to you guys, I talked to Tony and said, hey, what about if we rearrange this a little bit? And and everybody was like, okay, yeah. So I, I went to Natalie and uh, and to David and they went, yes, let's do it. And that that little bit of a change, instead of saying, no, we've planned this. Mm -hmm. They allowed, we, I said, guys, we need to call an audible. And that, that, that audible, you know, when when someone calls an audible in a game, the team has to then accept that. Oh, wait a minute, we're going to make a little change, and and for this one, I mean, it worked. It worked, and it's I not did. you know, it's not because of my brilliance. I just looked at that, and it was like the father was like, ask him to make a change. And so well, when David and Natalie said, "Yeah, let's do that," that opened up a place for his anointing, David. I'm, I'm jumping at the bit because a big key to that though was trust it's trust it's that ability that we all trusted in each other and mm -hmm. that's something you can never I, I think there is not a monetary value on trust okay. there is none to have people you trust within a circle is of the most importance and 
fighting for that, fighting to have people that you have trust with is so crucial because when you, uh, when you came and talked to me about that, I was like, yeah, let's do it. If think about in a, in a, in when you play a, to use your quote, sports ball, when you play a sports ball <laughs> in the game of that, when a team calls an audible, there's a trust and camaraderie between all the teammates. And when one teammate makes a call like that, mm-hmm. there's a reason why. And they go, I trust him. I'm going to, I'm going to follow that lead and we're going to do that. So there's something about that being willing to, so being surrender to the father and say, you know what? I don't want to interject my point, but this is actually your point, And I'm just going to bring it out now. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. And not every time it works and not every time it's necessary, but being able to recognize that, that moment where God's going, this is where it needs to change. And what was so amazing about that change, it didn't step on anyone's toes. Yeah. No, no, no speaker got their time diminished, but it incorporated more singers to be together. Mm-hmm. And that's what, yes. that's yeah. what flourished yes. the most, I think, is that I, I saw from the back how much y'all put away your egos and just, and it's, everyone has an ego. Everyone does. Hmm. You just completely surrendered it and said, nope, now it's about what, what God wants to do right now. Because then I know, because I've been up on stage with y'all, y'all called audibles numerous times. <laughs> y'all are just, all right, this is what we're going to next. This is what we're going to next. And then I, what was amazing, Daniel, actually, I want to say this, Daniel, there was a, there was a song you went to. And I saw so many young people just light up when you went to it, because I know it's a song that's more of a younger generation song. And I can't remember the name of it, but they all were just like, it was, that was for them. And it was really cool. It was like, oh man, that kind of stuff. Like, that's why I get to, I don't get to experience that because I'm up there in the river with you guys, but I was in the river back there and I could see the effect as it was going through and I wish more people understood that river experience because it's so amazing because it's, it's an enveloping. It's not a, Oh, let me No, It's more than that. It is a complete surrendering and peace, love, conviction in the most loving. I cannot describe how loving it is, but conviction in the most loving way that will just break any hard heart down completely. And just make you totally just lose it. I, I think that's the best way of saying it. I could go on and on about that. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Um, <clears throat> to the point of trust and the effect that it can have on the what God can do, my business partner and I, we, we decided from the beginning before we even started, before we even had our name, we knew that if we went in somewhere and one of us did not have peace about a job, there was no question. If, if one of us had, you know, didn't have peace about you know, buying a certain tool at one point, there was no question about it. Even if the other one thought it was the best idea in the world, thought it was like, why, you know, there was no debate. We settled from very early on that if we're not both, you know, with it, if we don't both feel the peace of the Holy Spirit on this thing, then it's a no. And we can dive into why and we can pray about it and we can pursue what what God is trying to show us here. And that has that's that has really saved us and that has kept us from becoming too busy. It's kept us from mm-hmm. chasing the wrong jobs and chasing the wrong avenues and all that kind of stuff. And when 
when you can develop that kind of trust with someone and it 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 overflows the trust that we have between us on stage overflows into everyone that's there mm-hmm. and and that's a beautiful thing it's I, I think about the disciples when Yeshua sent them out two by two and the amount of of trust they had to have even if they didn't trust each other they trusted the one that sent them yeah. mm-hmm. mm, that's the key right Ooh. there that's it, that's true yep. that's the key that's the key and it would also you would put yourself in a situation where it would allow you to gain trust because trust is not gained unless there's something occurs and mm-hmm. something happens yeah. and that's what i know all of us have gone through and i think a quick point i can make is sometimes some that will put you in a position like David and Natalie decided to do this for the first time they did this. I know us as a family, Ryan, we, we've been there before and we've invited y'all out to do those things too, where we've done conferences and put them on. You know what? And for me, myself personally, I am perfectly capable of saying, you know what? If someone else is going to be going further out, but they're, they're needing that help to get going, I'm right there with them. I'm right there to like, hey, let me dump all the knowledge I know about how to get things going, the pitfalls you can encounter, these things that you can help you avoid them so that you could go even further. I will be your springboard. Seriously. Just, mm-hmm. just more and more people can jump in this and do this. And that's how our family shows up to things. If we can spring you forward more, we're there, we're doing this yeah. thing. And I know that that servant just pushing is just, you'll see things and you'll gain trust with people and building a kingdom is the byproduct of it all. Yeah. For yes. Him. Not for you, for him. Speaking of servanthood and so forth, I saw a, uh, it was actually backstage at this event. There was a little sign pasted on the wall, a little sticker. And it said, it had a saying on it. And it was, criticism is easy, but it cannot create. And I was like, how about that? That's an interesting reason. And, and the reason I bring this up is, you know, some people may come to an event or, or watch a worship set or whatever, and they, you know, what if they had just done this or just done that or, or whatever? Criticism is easy, but it cannot create. Mm. If you want something to change, if you want to see change, help. Step mm-hmm. up and help. Mm-hmm. Be that servant. Uh, like Dave was talking about, it's like, okay, yeah, we're not the ones putting this on. You're the ones putting this on. You might be asking a, a lot and doing this might be your first time. What skills can I bring to the table to actually aid in making this happen and making this, it the best it could possibly be? You know, versus just coming up at the end yeah. and saying, well, if y'all had done this differently, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the best compliments that we received, just is real quick, Dad. One of the best compliments that I received uh, when I worked at a Christian camp that Camp Yeshua was held at at one point. Um, I worked there for a couple summers. And the best compliment that we received is that people said that as a staff, we were not pushy and intrusive, but as soon as something was needed, we were right there. Yeah. Yeah. And we weren't ready to give ourselves a name and, you know, earn accolades and let other people see what we're doing. You know, we're just watching. We're just present. Mm -hmm. We're ready to spring in when it's needed. The thing about criticism, it, it causes death. Uh, and you know there's a way to criticize there's there's a way to to direct there's a way to correct uh we saw the destruction of that uh, last service the last session that rico had 
just before stepping up on the platform. Just, I mean, he was just, he was heading in that direction. Somebody came to, I wasn't there. And it's probably a good thing. Um, I think anybody, anybody coming and attacking Rico is, is not too smart to begin with. Um, the guy's, the guy's too, uh, way too knowledgeable about a lot of things that can hurt you, but, um, you know, just, just saying, um, but you know, on the way to him speaking his last session, somebody came and just literally attacked him and I could see that it, it affected him. Uh, it wasn't good. And, uh, I can't, I, I had to go in and out a few times and I could see that it really was, was bothering him, but, um, you know, he didn't deserve that especially at that time and that was the attack and we've always got to be cautious of this thing uh you guys were talking about trust and how daniel you, you were talking about it with you and jonathan uh and i i know jonathan uh pretty well you know i've met him a number of times uh you know a great guy we you know this thing about you guys talking about that uh if one of you doesn't have peace about something then you don't go through with it well the other the other trap the enemy can use in there is you can use that kind of a concept well to to actually manipulate the other person mm-hmm. and to get your own way mm-hmm. well i i just don't have peace about this because i want it my mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. we have to be very careful yeah. about things like that um and guys go ahead sorry god i was gonna say um we talked before i i had quoted uh someone that i had heard say how fear masquerades as wisdom yeah. and i would say the same thing of criticism that the spirit of criticism the not good kind masquerades as wisdom these uh self-appointed heresy hunters um all these kind of things these people who they just they feel righteous about it they feel like i have to do this i have to i have to bring this to to my brother because Mm -hmm. god has shown me this and i have to and that spirit is masquerading as wisdom when it's really just the spirit of destruction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you don't have strong leadership, uh, I was at a I was at a a meeting. It's been quite a while ago, and um, wonderful leadership, but they were not real strong. And I, I literally had to look at them and say, "Listen, you need to do something. You have somebody here that is going to destroy your time together." And uh, finally, they they said, "Yeah, you're right." But it, you know, sometimes that leadership role can be very lonely, um, but it is very much needed. We have to have the strong leadership. All right, guys, we need to run around here um, and a few closing words. We didn't guess what? We didn't get to our subject tonight. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. So uh, we've got a. Um, we got a subject for next week, I guess, unless something changes. And I'll, I mean, I'll let's give not even know. Huh? No, <laughs> you're going to you're going to change it at least twice before then. Oh, you know, right, come y'all. on. Mike can be known for his audibles. Mike's known for his audibles, so yeah, <laughs> you, you guys saw it. Well, you guys saw it, but uh, we I, we were in the last young young adult meeting, and um, so I just set up this question and looked over and went, Ryan, what do you guys? I can see Ryan go. <laughs> like you got to give me a little more time. I have only got five brain cells running. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Here come the bus. Here come the Here bus. Come. Who am I going to throw under it? Ryan. 
Yep. <laughs> so Ryan, closing words. Closing words. If God is calling you to do something, something scary, don't be afraid of it. It might just lead you to your purpose. Um, and that may even be attending an event like Revive coming up. Yeah. Maybe you don't see the way possible to get there. Maybe God has not provided the money yet that you see, and you're thinking, how can I get there? Uh, I don't have a vehicle to get there. I don't know anybody there. I can't afford to stay. Put it in his hands and see what happens. Uh, he might just have something for you. So basically, I guess what I'm saying is respond Hineni to whatever God is calling you to do, and then sit back and watch him work. I think it might just amaze you. Got that. Daniel, closing words. Be a servant. Wherever you go, you are not above our master who served those that followed him. And that service will just create a better walk for all of us. And it's it's just the best way to create these atmospheres where he can move. And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. I get more excited every time we do these events. Ryan, I think it was you and I, we were talking about it briefly, how each one, you know, it feels like we're on the cusp of something mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. these events and, and each, each event, it, it grows a little bit and it grows stronger. That feeling grows stronger. It feels like we're coming closer to that edge and what's on the other side of that cliff we're about to jump off of. It's, it's really awesome. I love it. Yes. I love it. David closing paragraphs. Closing <laughs> word. Surrender. Wow. Whoa. Oh, my drop. It, don't do that, Ryan. I, I don't going. like that. You know, what, you know, you say mic dropping it. I'm thinking, how, how is it going to hurt? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that's what uh, we should have named a podcast. Mic drop. drop. Oh, my goodness gracious. We'll have to do a thought of the day no and it's from Mike and it'll be called mic drop. That's it. You guys but we also need to... need to change his name to the bus. He's the bus. You guys need to, to be very careful because you, you remember this. This is on video and I have controls over editing. <laughs> I can make you look stupid. Yes, that's true. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, if you've ever wondered, do miracles still happen? Yes, it just did with David Covert when he had one word to say. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. That's good. Um, Okay, right. next next week, unless it changes, is it possible to be in the middle of a river and stay dry? Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Stay tuned. Until then, God has plans for you, for good, not for evil, to give you life, to give you hope, a purpose. So live your life on purpose. See you guys next time. See ya. See ya. You alone hear my every prayer. You're the God who's always there.